Hello, welcome to Hopestream FM Weekly Bible Study Review. My name is Pastor Solomon Odiyebuchi Okono. The title of this week's lesson is Education and Redemption. The key text is taken from 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16. All scripture is given by the inspiration of God, and it's profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. Shall we pray? Everlasting King of glory, it's another time to study your word. I invite you, dear Father, to lead out as we study. Impress your truth upon our hearts and teach us to act in obedience to the truth. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. The Bible is full of very interesting stories about God and His love for His rebellious children. In this week's lesson, we will see God in another light. We will see God not only as a loving Father, but as a teacher who patiently explains the same lessons of life over and over to his children as they keep failing. The Bible story is unlike our own human stories that we know so well. It has one exception. The story of God and his people is assured of a good ending. There is always an assurance of reaching the goal. Divine grace towards his people assures that outcome. The Bible story is essentially God's invitation to his children to know him and to understand his will. Learning to know God is man's foremost response to assess his grace. The core of Christian education, therefore, should be to constantly learn about this grace. In the image of God. Genesis 1.27 So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. Finding the right interpretation for the phrase, the image of God, has occupied Bible scholars for centuries. What does the image of God mean? Does it mean that humans look physically like God? Or is it some kind of spiritual resemblance with God? The Bible does not give an express interpretation of what it means. However, we can see that after sin, this image was altered, which is why Ellen G. White wrote, that the goal of education is to restore in man the image of his maker. Education, pages 14 to 16. How can education achieve such a remarkable goal? First, the Bible reveals that God made us to have a relationship with him, just like parents enjoy relationship with their children. So the image of God is more of a mental image that enables two beings, one divine and the other human, to have a meeting of minds. To restore humanity to the image of God is to return us to a constant communication and a loving relationship with God so that He can teach us and we can learn from Him until His character is reflected in us. This is precisely what Christian education should accomplish. Jesus as teacher. Isaiah 11 verse 9 They shall not hurt nor destroy in all my holy mountains for the earth shall be full of the knowledge of the Lord, as the waters cover the sea. The Bible uses many times to describe Jesus. He is the Son of God, the Messiah, the Son of Man, the Savior, the Redeemer, the Lord, the Lamb of God, just to mention a few. But to those people who knew him best during his years of public ministry in Judea and Galilee, he was a teacher. They called him Master or Rabbi. Both mean the same thing namely teacher. Therefore, the teaching profession and the work of teaching must have been a particularly suitable way 
for Jesus to carry out his public ministry. However, his work of redemption is akin to the work of teaching. What is more, it was foretold by the, by the prophet Isaiah in Isaiah 11 verse 1 and up to verse 9. This text refers to Jesus as someone who brings knowledge, counsel, wisdom, and understanding. The whole passage concludes with this remarkable promise. The earth shall be full of the knowledge of the Lord, as the waters cover the sea, Isaiah 11 verse 9. Perhaps it was such teachings of scripture that inspired Ellen White in her book on education to write that the work of education and the work of redemption are one, education page 30. In John chapter 3 verses 1 to 3, Nicodemus addressed Jesus as rabbi and he further identified Jesus' teaching as a gift that came from God because of the signs that Jesus performed. When Jesus responded to Nicodemus that he must be born again, he accepted the origin of his teaching gifts as pronounced by Nicodemus. This means that the authority to teach others, even in the case of Jesus, comes from God. Surely, teaching is a gift of God. It is commissioned by God. It was adopted by Jesus and it's recognized by those who are taught as having divine authority. Moses and the prophets. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16, All scripture is given by the inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. Many people understand the word law to mean rules and regulations only. On the contrary, however, the first part of the Bible, the Torah, which is sometimes translated as a law, means teaching or instruction. The law is intended as a teaching material to deal with with those issues of life to help man succeed in developing a covenant relationship with God. The next two sections of the Hebrew Bible contains prophecies and histories which reveal how well God's people lived out of the lessons they learned from God or how miserably they failed. The remaining part called the writings in Hebrew contains the examples of successful students like Esther, Ruth, Daniel, and Job as well as other students. But we also have stories of students who failed, like the friends of Job. The gospel is full of materials intended for educational purposes. For example, Paul's letters and his gospels, the proclamation of Jesus, the practical lessons from the parables and teachings of Jesus. The book of Revelation unfolds educational lessons as well, but majorly, the book of Revelation unfolds educational lessons about end time and future events. Although not all materials found in the Old Testament applies to us today, such as Deuteronomy 17, 14-20, which deals with how Israel was to set up kings, we need to study to distinguish between texts that are still relevant to us today and those that are no more relevant. Wise Men and Women Proverbs 16, verse 23 the heart of the wise teacheth his mouth and added learning to his lips. Words used in education today differ from those used in Bible times, but the word wisdom is one word commonly used in education today that appeared in the Bible several times. 2 Samuel 14 verse 2, Proverbs 16 verse 23, and 1 Kings chapter 4, 29 to 34. What does this teach us about the importance of wisdom? King Solomon is singled out as a very wise man who spoke about animal and plant life. 
and uttered proverbs with great wisdom, meaning that he was a man of education. 1 Kings 4, 29-37 The books of Proverbs and Ecclesiastes contain many wise teachings on numerous subjects attributed to Solomon as well as to other wise teachers in ancient times. Proverbs 1 verse 1, Proverbs 25 verse 1, Proverbs 30 verse 1, and Proverbs 31 verse 1. According to the Bible, wisdom is very much like our education today. It is something one learns from parents and teachers, especially while young. Ecclesiastes 12 verse 1. But actually, a person accumulates wisdom all through life. Second, wisdom generally has a practical side to it. For example, we are asked to learn from the ants in Proverbs chapter 6, verses 6 to 8. Yet, wisdom is not only practical. It also has a theoretical side of it. For it begins with faith in God and follows certain foundational principles. Proverbs 1 verse 7. Wisdom helps us to live responsibly and for the benefits of others. It also helps us to protect our fortunes. Finally, just like education today, wisdom does not answer all the questions, but it enables us to be content with what we know while continuing to search for what is still unknown. And that is a good position from which we can learn to know God and to trust His grace. According to Jeremiah 18 verse 18, the role of a wise teacher is considered on a par with the role of priests and prophets. All three convey messages from God to His people in the form of instruction and the law, educational counsel, and special messages from God. How can we learn wisdom and pass it on to those who come after us? Why is it so important for us as a people to do so? Please share your answer with someone. Education in the early church. John 14 verse 16. And I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever. Jesus sets forth one of the principles of education before he left for heaven. His disciples had been with him and had studied for about three years and a half, approximately the same length of time for a first degree in some disciplines in many countries. At this length of time, the student is deemed mature enough to carry on independently. But Jesus, being an all-knowing God, provides them an opportunity for continuous learning. This will be accomplished by the Holy Spirit. The Bible refers to the Holy Spirit as a teacher or guide. He is also identified as comforter or advocate, in Greek, parakletos, who will be given to the followers of Jesus permanently. John 14, 16, and 17. He is identified as a spirit of truth. While the Holy Spirit is not identified as an educator, the work of the Holy Spirit certainly is educational, particularly as it pertains to seeking and finding the truth. Paul writes that when the Holy Spirit is present, even the deep things of God will be understood. 1 Corinthians 2 verse 10. When Paul wrote in 1 Corinthians 2, 10 to 13, we have the mind of Christ. He meant that spirit-filled Christians will have access even to the mind of God and thus to any amount of learning and understanding that will be needed to know the path of righteousness. In conclusion, the major aim of Christian education is to restore humanity to the image of God. The law of God is intended to be a learning material. We should see it as such and make use of it the way God intended. We need wisdom to study and fully apply God's word in our lives. 
And we can ask God for that wisdom even now. In the scripture, Jesus set forth the principle of education. We can glean those principles from his word and lead others to accept them too. Please pray with me. Almighty Father, thank you for blessing us with this lesson. Teach us, dear Lord, to live by your word daily. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. For questions and contributions, you can reach me on WhatsApp through plus 234-903-789-1680. Or you can send an email to Sabbath School Lesson Summary at gmail.com. God bless you.